okay. What up, what up, what up, world? It's me, Andre X. I'm here with my boy, Yanti, filling in for DJ Night.Wave, the guy behind the wall. And we got our boy, D-Phrase, in the fucking building with no shoulders, no chest. He's just in here. I'm just floating. He's just floating like a motherfucker in here. I like this shit. Let's go. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, Welcome to the show. Thank you. And if you don't know, the first five minutes of the show, we don't even talk to you. We like, fuck the guest. Let's talk to the world. Because (laughs) what we do is uh, we roll up with them. Do you smoke? I don't. But I'm going to like, I'm like, if you pass it to me, then I will definitely pass it to the next person. I like that. All right. We'll do that. I'll pass it to you and you pass it right back to me because there's no other person. It's going to be great. Um, So, uh, world, you know how this goes. Netflix, turn it off. Hulu, turn it off. Turn on YouTube. Watch us right now. Can you put your finger right here real quick? Subscribe, motherfuckers. Subscribe. Right there. Thank you. Go. So, you don't smoke. I or, or am selective okay. about the times I smoke. Okay. And usually if I have to verbalize anything to, to other people, it's just like not going to work that well. <laughs> S- slows me down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Does, um... Does uh I know you're working on working in studios a lot. Yeah. Uh, does that does that get in the way like for when people are smoking? It's like damn, it's too smoky in here. Like, or does that ever happen to you, or, or are you used to it now? So it's funny, like uh, the studio I'm at, Ugly Duck. Um, Shout out Ugly Duck. Shout out Ugly Duck. Let's go. When I first started working there, uh, the B room was about the size of this room, and for those of you at home, it's it's like tight in here. It's tight. Mm-hmm. Um and. I think I was like super new, super green, like, and I was about to do my first session. I swear to God, four guys all had like blunts the entire session, and I definitely got a contact high from that. But I think like sometimes weed makes the sessions go better, and I'm all for that. So I don't yeah. really mind. Yeah. I think so they you don't, you don't the mind the contact high? I think I like I think I I'm like used to it now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I try to keep a little weed in my system at all times so that I never get like blasted. Yeah. With the exhaust of <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Blasted. I haven't heard that word in a long time, yo. I used to say that shit a lot. Yo, I'm fucking blasted. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. Um, do you have a vice? Like, I'm not, like, you know, some people gamble, some people, and, and not to, like, dibble in, like, your personal shit, but that's exactly what no, you came No, I mean, for. like, we're gonna get personal, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah what let's, you came here for, man. Let's, let's get right to it. Yeah. I mean, a couple vices come to mind. One, one is, I still vape. I mean, I, like, smoked cigarettes, you know, when I was younger, and you get that cup? never really wanted to quit the, uh, just like that, just like the inhale, like it's a necessary yeah, it's feeling, like a feeling for me. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I hear that. It's like I'm trying to think why I smoke like Fonto leaf, and I'm like, obviously there's fucking tobacco, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like that's what's making me always want to smoke, always want to smoke. But um, I'm trying to figure out, do I actually like smoking weed, or am I just addicted to the fucking Fonto leaf now? You know what I mean? I. Uh, definitely know exactly what you mean. It's definitely, vaping, yeah, it's yeah. definitely the tobacco. Bro. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's the, it's the, it's the motion of it. It's, it, it's the ritual of it. Mm, mm, I feel that it is the. Ritual. I think like when I smoke blunts every day, like just the act of rolling up at the end of a long day, mm-hmm. like just the whole process, like the whole calm, right? Like, bro, I'm so jealous right now. Like, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, but. You can live vicariously through me. I'm, I am, I am. Yeah, man. I feel like, I feel like people, people need a calm, like, and like, I feel like people that don't understand people that smoke, they always like, oh, you fucking smoke a lot of weed, but I'm like, yo, you don't understand like this little ritual where I get to go away from everybody, sit somewhere else, roll up my little weed, take 20 minutes to smoke it in my own little peace of mind, and I can fucking think about it and go crazy in my own little time, and then go deal with the rest of the world, like. Yeah, it's good. Especially if you're a pothead, you get to do that like nine times a day. <laughs> Yo, shout out to the designer junkie. Shout but, out to the designer junkie, hell yeah. 
But to challenge you, you could just like go and do anything in 20 minutes, right? Yeah. Like, There's you could watch an episode of a sitcom or, you know, call somebody. But those are probably worse options. <laughs> so, call somebody. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, do you like to talk on the phone? I don't like to talk on the phone. It, you know, honestly, if, if, if the conversation is like. I don't know, man. I hate the phone. I'd rather talk to you in person. But yeah. I also don't like, like, to talk about certain things with certain people because they respond to things differently than other people would. Nah, you know I what like, I mean? So I like, like I to the, talk the, on the phone, bro. You like to talk on the phone? Yeah. yeah, I don't like it. There's, there's like a couple people in the world that I really like to talk on the phone with, but I, I agree with you. With the majority of people, I would just rather see them in person yeah man i, I like yeah. the experience of having you there and we're in the now together it's not like we're in the now together on the phone but you're in your now over there and you know what i mean we're not in the same place i don't know that's i see the beauty in the i see the beauty in like conversations on, on phones and like because you like you might be real far away like you might be like in like texas and i'm over here but we're having a deep ass conversation you know what i'm saying it's like and maybe that can only happen on the phone, you know? So I, 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 I can appreciate the phone part, but I'd rather it in person. Yeah, well, soon, like, I mean, they have AI technology now where you can literally be in the same room as people and, like, the 3D-ness and everything is, it's all there, which is wild. That's so. fucking wild. I know. Who would you talk to if you can, I seen Kanye do that with, 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 with Kim Kardashian, uh, with her dad. He did, like, a, like a, kind of like an AI kind of thing. Where yeah. Uh, oh, actually, that was a hologram, right? That was a hologram. Yeah. If you could, if you could do a hologram with somebody, who would you, who, who would you want to do? Um, like not do, but he's saying who you want to see. Yeah, no, yeah, not yeah, don't yeah, either. Not don't. I got not it. Don't yeah, yeah, I got it. It's possible. It's like, possible. I, I feel like the nature of this question is like if you could see any celebrity of the world, but I don't. No, 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 no. You I personally. I wouldn't want to pull up on. Okay, a person I don't any, know. Anyone that's influenced. Yeah, okay. that's, 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 I think like I no, mean like like who? So my who sister and her family live in Seattle. Like I love those kids. Um, you know, uh, my two nieces and nephew, um, and then like my best friend is out in LA, so mm. we would definitely just be vibing in the same room. That's fire, that'd be man. Sick. Yeah. Make so. beats in, through holograms. Yeah. Oh, that'd be dope. Do you do you uh, travel to LA a lot? Um, I feel like I go uh, two or three times a year. Yeah. Oh, that's dope, man. Yeah. yeah. You go a lot. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, my business partners from Ugly Duck are out there. And then yeah, it's just a good place to go if you want to be involved in music. What part of LA are you in? Uh, they're so they're in Santa Monica and then like just outside LA in um, Ventura County. Okay. Yeah. I know probably none of those places. Cool. I've heard of those places. Sound familiar to me? <laughs> yeah. That's no, good. No, I've, I've been to like. Uh, West Hollywood, East Hollywood, where the where the where the stars are on the floor. Mm, yes, the stars. That's usually where I stay in that area. Um, but I've also last time we went, what did we? I mean, uh, <laughs> what do we stay got behind the wall? <laughs> hey, guy behind the wall. <laughs> Dude, your walls are see through. Hell's yeah, that's Weird. what she said. <laughs> yeah. Would you would you ask me? Where, where do you stay in LA? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, figure it out. I don't think I, I don't think I stayed with you guys in LA when you guys were there. But me and Defray stayed over yeah, in Korea yeah. Town. We, we stayed in K Town. Really dope spot. I saw eat like food that wasn't just like a shade of tan for probably the second or third time in his life. And <laughs> you should see the look on his face. Look, yo, if. This is edited. Like, what do you mean? What kind of? What I kind will of food send was you it? the picture to put like right here. Like, you have to put this picture up. <laughs> um, it was just like so they do the Korean barbecue. Like they make it all right in front of right, you. Right, right, right. And right. I think like I think there were just like certain parts of animals on the menu that he doesn't you know specify. Maybe, you want, you want, a, you want a water, brother? Oh, I got. All right, just making sure. My bad. Thank you, bro. So you're eating Korean barbecue. Uh, buffet is it a buffet style shit? Or? Uh, no. Uh, Those are dogs. No, they whoa, like. Whoa, 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 whoa! What? Uh, he said some type of meats that. Whoa. No, no dogs. Whoa, dogs? 
Oh shit! I you just went right to dogs. <laughs> you said that they had meats that that maybe they weren't specified like Listen, what they were. I mean, I mean, well, okay, like, well, I we're okay. Like Dominicans like don't get burgers cancer. and shit. Like not like you know pork belly or something like that. But Bad. yeah, no, I mean, I think it's like no swine, lad. The normal farm animals. Okay. You know, no I mean, swine. It could have been farm dogs. It could have been. Yeah, it's true. Farm dogs. <laughs> oh, he's eating this shit. He didn't. He, what? He didn't like it or? Up. He got through it. It was good. But like every day, like I would offer to make him breakfast, and he'd be like, "No, I got my Dunk's bagel and cream cheese." Like he would go to LA, you go to LA and then Dunkin just go Donuts? right to Dunkin' Donuts. Fucking Boston ass nigga. I, dude, I respect it so much. Well, if I knew that guy, it's gonna be so many beeps in this fucking show. I love it. If I knew that guy, I would, I would tell him, I would tell him, it's okay being you. No. So, it makes you happy, fucking. If you do what guy? The guy, the SK guy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah. Oh, oh the gay guy. Yeah, the what? <laughs> the cute, the cute guy. He's yeah. Like, yeah, he's like, he's gay, but he's cute. He's cool. Good save, bro. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he's happy. Here, here, here. Happy. Pass me this. Yeah, yeah. Here, pass me this. There you go. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you say you're gonna pass it over. No, I think you needed another hit, but like, <laughs> take that other hit. Like I had to, you know, <laughs> to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. So let's move on, man. Let's. Let, I'm let, not a narc. Let's do, <laughs> let's do a vibe check. You know, I like I like vibe checks. Um, what what are you feeling in this moment right now? How how do how do you feel walking into this to this podcast and, and, and chilling with us? Like, what what's your now? I think I'm feeling relieved. Um, I think it's a brief reprieve from the process of dropping an album, which you know, that kind like, of relief is good. Yeah, goes through all of the emotions, every single one. Um, but yeah, it's just been it's been a little stressful, and I think a lot of anxiety right now. But I feel grateful and good to be here with y'all likewise brother Thank it's you, good man. vibes in the room so game, where are we man where are we i love this i'm not sure i'm not sure we're in the clouds just chilling the, oh flying yeah we're, just, yeah, we're vibing we're, i still oh yeah yeah you just you, you're just floating as fucking <laughs> it's like gang collar up <laughs> Sick. so uh so yeah the music is stressful let's get into music man you um what's your start what's your Oh, what boy. what caught your what caught your attention with music the first time you were like oh shit I want to do this? That's a that's a really good question I think, um, because I feel like a lot of people are like just go right to what do you do and that's such a I think it's a it's a limiting question anyway but like I feel like I played my mom's siblings all played some kind of guitar piano drums something. Growing up, mm -hmm. so I took piano lessons from a pretty early age. Never really wanted to like practice that much, but I felt like I was always super into it. And and my piano teacher actually showed me like Outcast and wow. Most Def and guys that like used jazz and used R and B, like used classic gospel chords and st stuff like that in their beats. And that's what started to draw my attention to hip hop, and that's really when I fell like in love. I, that's gangster, man. You know, you know, I have a similar story of how I got into like that kind of hip hop, like most death and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Funny story. I'm in the fourth grade, and my fourth grade teacher, Mrs. Trainer, I love her. She played us "Killing Me Softly," but not the Fuji's one. She she played mm -hmm. us the Fuji's one after she played us the He's old school one by um, who sings the original song? Oh Sorry. man, I should really know this. I should this. know this too. I'm sorry. Is it Vita Franklin? Uh, I might be wrong there too. Sorry. Um, anyways, my bad. The computer. Look is it, it Patty? Is, is it Patty Labelle? That sounds more right. But the longer. We the, ponder the question yeah, and don't know the, the more embarrassing look, it's yeah. gonna be. Yo, yeah. uh, is it? Is it? Is Roberta it? Flack. Roberta Flack. Roberta Flack. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah. 
I was not gonna know who the fuck that was. But anyways, she played us that song first, and I'm like, oh, this song is nice. And she told us a story behind the song, like like what the words meant. Then she played us the Fuji song. She's like, look at what they're doing now. This is called this is called hip hop, and this is what they're doing with old school music. And I'm like, oh shit. And I, I listened to the song. I'm like, oh, I heard the song on the radio. And but she explained it. Like I'm like, oh shit. You know what I mean? Like it blew my mind. Yeah. Th th then I saw the Fujis on TV, like the like uh, the video. You know, they're in the movie theater and shit. You know what I mean? That shit blew my mind. So I I can appreciate your story. That's that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. So from there you moved on to. Uh, so you played what? Uh, the, the piano. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I mean, like I I I dabble in a lot of instruments. I play I play piano, bass, um, a little bit of trumpet, a little bit of guitar. Uh, just kind of whatever I can get my hands on. Wow, that's beautiful, man. I can definitely like hold down like a solid groove on the drums, but can't do anything more else. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I suck at the drums. I just don't have the like the four limb coordination. What did but, your uh, What did your mom play? So actually, the funny thing is, I feel like it kind of skipped a generation, because my mom was the odd one out. Like I like. Her siblings told me that like she played guitar and piano mm. as as a kid, but she was the she, she was the only one who didn't actually keep up with it. Mm. So and what's weird, or not, I don't know, is my cousins don't really play music either. Like I have a cousin who's definitely a really talented singer, but she didn't really pursue it. It's a thing that she does like for fun. Mm. So I feel like it sort of skipped a generation in my family. Did did, uh, did they play for church or? Uh, we're Jewish, so not church. I don't know what that means. Oh, we, you don't go to church at the time, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I think it's also kind of misleading because I have a Christmas sweater on. Uh, <laughs> but it's probably see, but brown, so yeah, like, yeah, it's kind of no, like know, you know, know, we, know, we agree with you. But like, also, <laughs> I don't know why I got caught up on the semantics of your question. I know what you meant. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. It's all good. Um, <laughs> uh, no, like. They didn't really like play in any religious group setting. I think it was maybe some of them played instruments in like middle school band and, and shit. But oh, yo, I'm sorry. Are we allowed to swear? Fuck yeah. Oh, oh you know what? We you heard me say subscribe, motherfuckers, right? Oh yeah, yeah. We didn't go through the ground rules. Yeah, I did. Huh? We didn't go through the ground rules. Yeah, the ground rules is say what the fuck you want, say what the fuck you mean. You know what I mean? And uh, don't take anything. Don't take anything personally. Because we're gonna, we're gonna be, make a lot of fun of each other, but it's only because we want to grow. Uh, not our dicks. Sorry, guy behind the wall. Uh, what else? What else we got? There's a surgery for that though. Oh, the other one is uh, don't make yeah, any sure. don't make any <laughs> don't make any assumptions. Don't assume that the guy behind the wall has uh, a big penis. No, yeah, or or or, or you assume really? that he knows you. Really delving you know? a lot Whatever. into that. Right? So, nope. so there's no expectations. Nope. And the last one is always do your best. Thank you. I'm really doing my best. Yeah, let's do it. Let's Try. talk about the next thing, man. Let's talk about relationships. I, I, for me, I feel like relationships have to do a lot. With, excuse me, we're doing a podcast. Excuse me, we're doing a podcast, bro. Um, don't get your ass whooped. Thank you. Whoa. Yo, Yanti, he does that again. We, you bite him. Can we? Can we get? Can we escort him out? Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, what the fuck was I saying? <laughs> do you get dinged points for that Wait. in here? Nah, we get nothing. We, okay. Can we get this guy out of here? <laughs> we too? get nothing. <laughs> Uh, what the hell was I saying? Uh, relationships. Oh, relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like as an artist or as a musician, people people express their music a lot better when they're going through something in a relationship. You know? Um, yeah. I mean, like, there's an argument that almost every song is a love song, to a certain extent. So, like, what about you? Is that does does your music ever play in that in that tone, like of of that love language that you're trying to express yourself or? That's interesting. I've been in in a really solid relationship for like almost a decade. And I think we wow. like really hold each other down cuz we're super different, but we have a lot of the same ideals. Um so I haven't had like heartache and stuff like that in a long time, but there's always there's always stuff that you go through as a partner yeah. and Stress. I think, yeah, I think so. Um, I also, I love. feel like most of my music ends up being 
helping other people make their music. Mm. And I think a lot of my job ends up being as as a producer and engineer, um, like I help people realize what their voice is. I like that. In a in an auditory oral context. Yeah. That's yeah. that's um that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful because you're helping people find their voice and um essentially helping them find themselves. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And 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 and, and the clear thing is like you do have like a, a tick, right? Or something when you speak. Yeah, yeah. So to say to, for someone like you to say, I'm trying to help people get a voice, it's like, well, that's that's mm-hmm. beautiful, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude, and my stutter used to be way worse. Like I like would take I would take Fs on high school presentations because I'd just be like, yo, can I just please present this to you after school or write a paper? Right. And I had one teacher actually say, no, you have to do it in front of the class. And I feel like that would never happen today. Like, I think from when we went to high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't want to I, assume your ages, but for me, it was no, about got, 15 years ago. I was going to slap yeah, in yeah. fucking grammar school. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I had nuns in my school. Though. Right, <laughs> yeah. So I feel like, yeah, that... that I'm a good boy. Right. Yes, you are a good boy. That's right. That's, that's what I was trying to remember. No, but yeah, but back to your question of, of like, wanting to help people find their voice. Yeah, I think... It just takes a certain personality, which I happen to have, of like sort of being personable, but being able to get out of the way when you're not supposed to be too involved. And I think that's like what my job is, is it's a lot of like soft skills. It's a lot of kind of towing the line between taking charge when the artist doesn't really know where to go and just giving space. Is that work fulfilling for you? Like it's helping- It's very help- fulfilling. I think- Oh shit. Oh shit. Yo, you still got him on the mic? My bad. Right, good, good, good. <laughs> My bad guy behind the wall. Um, well, yo, so I know like we're not talking about projects and stuff yet, no, but like this does, you want. this does kind of bleed into what I'm doing. So I just made, I just made a Christmas album. Mm. Um, <laughs> and- hey. It, that that sounds weird out of context, but it's it's a beat tape. Uh, it's 13 tracks. It goes through the 12 days of Christmas and an extra one for Hanukkah, you know, and just like the rest of a Festivus for the rest of us type shit. Um, but uh, the reason I made it is because I feel like, and I think a lot a lot of artists I talk to feel the same way. I make a lot of music. Mm-hmm. I hoard that music. Fuck, man. We I the then boat. fucking hate that music. Just me rolling And the I boat. will never put that music out. And the purpose, the thing about a Christmas album is there's a deadline. You're not going to put out a Christmas album on January 7th or February 14th. Listen. That's your Valentine's My day. last Christmas album, album, we were all either on Molly, Coke, or drunk. And, it, and we did a whole EP in one day. And we just all fucking like went on a drug binge. It was a long time ago. That's the Christmas spirit. But we did it and it's on SoundCloud and it was wild. I'm like, you can hear it. We're like, Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> so, That's dope. It's, That's, it's ill. It it's ill. It's on lit. it's on SoundCloud. I'm gonna I'm give you the link so you can hear it because we were fucking yeah, yeah. done. But that, those are my dark days, you know what I mean? Dude, I feel you. Yeah, man. Like I think a lot of us probably went through that. Um <laughs> Dark days. Dark days. Oh, okay, okay. We still go through it. Yeah, man. Um, no, not the specific experience of making a Christmas album while on a bender. <laughs> That's actually pretty special. It was. And I think you have an experience that, you know, one out of thousands of people have yeah so that sounds like a good time yeah it does it does sound like a pretty good time i i remember like back in the day the artists were all on fucking like you know like all the rock stars and like their music was fucking bananas because of it and so i think that's what played into that but i realized like i don't want that today we have lean yeah now like i don't want to i don't want to do that i just rather just smoke weed i'm good (laughs) like the bananas in pajamas no, no, bananas pajamas. Them, them guys were metric. Yo, can you ever seen that shit on shrooms? <laughs> you ever seen banana in pajamas on shrooms, oh, bro? I don't do it. Probably. Don't yeah. fucking do it. Everyone's a banana when you start are looking we talking, at people. Like macro dose. No, like yeah, at least like, like six or five. 
grams. Oh yeah, that's wow. Yeah, I don't think I've taken more than an eighth. Five or six grams is a lot. Like eighth, I saw God, and like what he said, talk to the ocean. The ocean said something to you. Or um, which one? You took how many? The eight ocean grams? said something to me. I talked to God, which I don't usually do because I'm like sort of towing the atheist agnostic line. So I don't really like you said, regularly wait, conversate with time God. Out. You said eight grams? No, 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 an eighth. An so eighth, like, an eighth. Three, okay. three. So three point five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I feel. So my point is, I feel like you must have had a freaking experience because I watch the ocean breathe and my friend who took the same amount as me was telling me about events that were gonna actually happen two weeks later and they did wow that's fire what's your friend's name i need him around so i can be like yo what lottery ticket should i buy my my good my good buddy Siddiqui. Siddiqui, what up man is he a doctor sorry i don't want to put him on blast we didn't take shrimps allegedly (laughs) but were you by the water or did you see water like, like, were you somewhere else and you, you just saw an ocean eight or were you shrimp. by the ocean? Sorry. So the second time I took an eighth, I was with, it was like, I think the first three times I took shrooms, I took the same amount. And I think I'm actually talking about different experiences. One time I was in the ocean and I ruined a pack of parliament full flavors because I was like, oh, this is, oh, like, I like, I was, <laughs> I was probably smoking a cigarette and just waited in. And like, I had the cigarettes in my pocket and I was like, Yo, you guys were we're just here, man. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, that's exactly what shrooms do. That doesn't really like make sense to sober people, but in the moment, wow, that is <laughs> it's super meaningful. That's funny. Speaking of shrooms, man, it's like an ego death, you know, and like, uh, oh yeah, you know, you being in the music business and dealing with a lot of fucking different artists and like, you know, how, how do the egos? Like, yeah how do the egos do the egos get in the way do you have to check people or do you do you just respect everyone totally for, for I how mean, the ego I is like fuck it this guy's an asshole he wants to be an asshole that's who he is i think i also have had to check my own ego because mm. like there's there's times in the production process where like i feel like i'll want to do everything and i've made bad decisions because i had this false illusion of like i need to I need to write all the parts on this song and and I wasn't the right person to do a few of them mm. right or any of them and I think once I was able to confront that with myself and 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 I still am it's a process like I it's not like total ego death over here right um but I think <clears throat> I'm a lot better at it and I think I think artists like can sense that when they work with me to a certain extent and I think that's like I yeah I I'm comfortable dealing with big egos I guess to to answer your question and I think I can like generally spin things in a way that serves people where they are in that moment. Growth. I remember one time like let's hear your because you engineer right? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And and maybe maybe you're, maybe you're not comfortable doing this, but I'm I'm a, I'm a comfortable guy to tell you my worst engineering experience so my worst engineering experience <clears throat> i let someone come to the crib that's where my studio was and um, i'm a nice guy i used to help a lot of kids when i was a kid when i was younger and now i'm still doing the work like teaching kids music and stuff like that so i felt comfortable with this person I'm like, yeah come through man you know you're uh you know you're a kid i used to teach back in the day you're fucking you know you went to jail a couple times you're out and now you want to change your life i'm gonna help you to come through he came and uh I'm recording him. He's like, nah, it doesn't sound like the way it's supposed to sound. And I'm just like, alright, let's, let's do it again. And he's like, he does it again. He does it like 19 times. He's like, nah, it doesn't sound. He's like, move out the way. We move my hand, sort of touching the, the like my computer and all wow. that. Wow. And I was like, I just stood back and I was like, yo, this is, you know whose house this is, right? You know, like this is my shit. Like, you know, I had to like check him. Damn, but not bro. not in a really like bad way, but like in a way like, yo, like relax. Like this is not your house. Like this is my shit. Like if you don't like the way I'm doing it, just go somewhere else. You know what I mean? I'll give you back your money. Like, you haven't even paid me yet. So, like, wow, you know what I mean? okay. So, it's like, yeah. it's, it's whatever. Do what you got to do. Just go if you got to go. Definitely. But that's how crazy it got. And I was just like, and then, and he's like, yo, my bad, my bad, my bad. And then I recorded him again. And then he did it again to me. <laughs> I was just like, yo. Yeah, man. Like, so, I, I feel like. Has that ever happened to you? Something like that? Or. I feel like I've. I, it's pretty easy to weed out, like, the disrespectful people. 
um because because they show their cards immediately but they always apologize and then they do the exact same thing yeah so i had a client um where he he oh my god this is a saga like he he um <laughs> he came to the studio i was at and and i won't mention any names yeah here. me either me either and and man like he he was like an hour late and then was like hey uh like and and when i told him that the session started like when we we agreed to start he just like sort of flipped out and eventually i think we came to an understanding of like i think he paid me for part of that hour but it kind of happened a couple more times to the point where like his buddy said like dude like we're past the time like we have overstayed our welcome mm. and then this guy i'm telling you to hear from someone else too <laughs> man like yeah like and like his friend and then this guy this guy called me and had the nerve to be like um i need you to change this in the mix and usually like i'm i'm very understanding and if a person is respectful i will always go back in unmute that track something turn yeah. that thing up or down whatever it is and bounce it over to them at no extra charge mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. But this time, because he had, he, he had wasted my time all three times that we had worked together, he, God he like left me a threatening voicemail mm. and said, I advise you, I advise you to change that in oh. the mix. So it wasn't like a direct threat, but this super ominous thing. And cut to like a couple years later, I'm doing great at, at Ugly Duck. And he asked me again, like if if he can do a session, and then he argues about the price, and I never spoke to him again. Mm. And he still sends me all of his mixtapes. <laughs> okay, cool. You're still on the call list. Thanks, bro. That's funny, man. Yeah. yeah, man. And guess like, and those are the ego things, right? It's just like, like for me, when it happened to me, I was thinking more mental health. Yeah. I wasn't thinking like this guy's just disrespectful because I was at a place where I just finished having a breakthrough. Um, and so mm -hmm. I, was, I was at a place in my life where I was just accepting of everything and saying yes and. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was doing that a lot. So that's um, good. And I, I'm kind of still doing it. I'm just like falling a little back for me because I, I let my judgment play a lot of part in it now, but I need to cut, like, cut back a little bit. Um, but <clears throat> that kind of stuff, man, I, I always wonder. It's like, what are they going through today? And it's like, you know? People, That's a really good point. You know, uh, or, or, or what are they going through in life? Because if, they, like, if it's a repeat, repeating offender, yeah. <laughs> right? What are they, I think like, though, what's happening in their life? I think, though, that there's a difference between di directly disrespecting the person right, that they work right, with right, right. multiple times and, like, just having a bad attitude or, like, something like that. But when it's towards me i tend to like lose a little bit of that empathy and i'm just like take that to another place right, right. yeah but that's about and, and like, setting boundaries right yeah yeah that's and, it, and i think like setting boundaries in this business is huge because like if i didn't set boundaries i would be doing everything for free and <laughs> i would not Facts. have a roof over my head because yeah. and because you want to do it for yeah. free you i want to i want to i want to make want the music to. with yeah. you i want to do it yeah i do i want to record you for free i just have to yeah. pay rent <laughs> and that's like so so like to come back to your question like way earlier too about um about well oh man i think i got the contact guy i think it happened hey <laughs> let's, go. let's go but uh um, where are we no like, yeah about like uh well you were sort of generally asking about if like what gets in the way of being an artist right mm -hmm. and i think doing this as a job we do the thing that we love for a living right and that can sometimes get in the way of actually doing it for yourself, right? So at the end of the day, I don't have, like, I have poured out my cup. I have left it all on the table, and I don't have the energy to make a lot of music. Like, I, um, the, the most prolific 
producer I know works at a coffee shop every day from seven to four. He leaves and he does not take that work home with him. And he makes a shit ton of beats and he puts out like five albums a year. It's crazy. What do you think is stopping us from doing that? Uh, yo, I, I hoard music too. I'm about to put an album out with Short Fuse. Shout out Short Fuse. Andre the Gigante that's coming out soon. Let's go. But we're about to drop a project, but it takes me years to drop projects. But I feel you. Is it because you're a perfectionist or is it because... Well, so that's, that's a, like, again, that's a big reason why I'm dropping my Christmas album. Oh, it's uh, a Defrost Volume 1. Defrost Volume like, 1 right here, like motherfuckers. Defrost, but, but Defrost, Defrost you know don't be I mean. idiots. Do you get the joke? Do you get it? Yeah. But um, that was the whole thing about, like, again, I didn't have time to be a perfectionist. I started on November 6th. Oh, wow. So this is fresh. I it's like that. fresh, dude. I like that, and, man. And you had to I do made, it quick. like, 13 tracks I like in, in a week, and I did a listen in the car, and there's still things I'd want to change, but, bro, that shit's Fuck uploaded. It. That yeah. shit's uploaded. Dude, I man. can't go back to it. So I think there's a certain extent... And you can't just like rush to put out every project that you do. But I did this to go through the process of making an album, not overthinking it, mm. and then putting it out. And like, it's tough. And I've had stressful days. I think I like. How's it feel right now? It feels good, but I had a really stressful day because like the art wasn't coming together. And I was like, fuck, I should have been like contacting press and doing all this shit and just like you spiral and like go go into that mode like i could have done more i could have done more yeah and and i called my partner and she was like dude you made a fucking album in three weeks shut the fuck up yeah just like, shut up it's okay pat yourself on the fucking yeah, back guy congrats dude. wait wait did i just pat your back or you're fucking nothing look i'm just dude, going through you just bro. going through me that was fucking weird that's so <laughs> dude it's weird i usually have a torso yeah it is oh you did you did it is cold outside oh you know what it is you didn't put the defrost on hey there it is i don't know about that no how you say defrost in spanish el defrosto Oh, okay, that's true. That's actually, I think what he says is right. El Defrosto. Like he's, he's, he's Mexican. Yeah, yeah Mexican. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. El Defrosto, yeah. El Defrosto. Yeah, El Defrosto, yeah, yeah. Who's this guy? You just making shit up, dog. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, uh, you know, speaking about music and uh, projects and stuff like that, mm. I want to talk about future, present, and past, you know? Let's talk about future goals. Let's talk about present in the now. Let's talk about past, letting go of shit. So let's start with the future, right? Let's let's talk about what you see yourself, or not. not uh, let's let's not look ahead. Let's uh, let's plan ahead. What are you? Uh, let's say it right now on this podcast. What are you gonna put out for 2024? So let's hold you accountable too. Yeah, this is called Defrost Volume One. So. Which 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 implies that there will be a volume two. Okay. So I'm gonna do a volume two. I okay. don't know if it's gonna be in 2024. I'm not dodging your question. I'll get to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm working with a lot of artists right now. I think like again, sort of doing this thing where we hoard music and never put it out. Cause we're I'm horse. gonna put out another beat tape of shit that I've made in the last like eight years because i think like eight years ago is the first time seven or eight years ago is the first time i made a beat that like i'll still be proud of 20 years from now right but i just did this thing where like i would just wait too long and then it wasn't the right time and it wasn't i don't like it anymore and all oh, those drums aren't popular anymore uh, i'm not a good producer that's how I feel. So dumb, dude. <laughs> I'm not a good producer. So dumb. Just make your art. Yeah. Just make your art and put it out. Um, so I hope to do... D I think I'm going to do Defrost Volume 2 because I had a ton of fun with Defrost Volume 1. And I I have a giant sample bank now oh, that no. I've just like been pulling from. The days I didn't feel like making beats, I just had like all these dollar bin Christmas vinyls. And I would just like set them to record into my computer while like whatever cleaning or like you know just 
painting my toenails or you know etc yeah, like yeah. um blow dry your hair yeah 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 just like blow drying my hair floating in a cloud yeah. and um no more shit yeah normal the days that i didn't feel like doing it i would just like sort of osmose the samples is that a word mm -hmm. I just, yeah probably not yeah it's but, a word yeah. osmos is a word osmos the way you say it in the sentence i don't know if it works but in spanish it's osmosis. yeah but like you guys get it right yeah well of course i don't get it i get it authority on spanish and wait i'm sorry what what was it okay no he's the guy behind the wall is red I he can't, went silent <laughs> i can't see him but i just know he's turning into a fucking tomato and that's tomate tomate el, el, el tomate <laughs> poor mexican irish guy so, so um let's talk about your present in the now what's what's currently um what, what what currently are you dealing with that that you see yourself you know are you dealing with anything right now that you are struggling with that maybe you want to talk about or is there anything that you already struggled with that's not music wise like like you know uh emotionally or i don't know financially something you know, like people go yeah. through struggles as, as artists and producers wow, we're getting and, so, into it yeah I you know um <laughs> yeah like i feel like so again like i think i i successfully overcame my need to perfect everything with this project um so i'm super excited about that um personally i feel like i've gone through some financial things this year that have put me in a tougher situation than i've been in in a long time and actually at the beginning of the show you asked me about vices yeah and a vice for me was just buying gear oh, and just man. always like thinking that i needed the next thing to come out or like oh, i need like oh, two I need of plug these in, so, yeah. so so that they can be in stereo or, like, you know nerd shit but I, like i've come to a point where that's like not really possible and to be honest like the limitations and not even considering that shiny new piece of gear as a possibility anymore like it's just not not a thing that has opened up pathways for me in realizing like dude you have everything you need like i definitely have everything i need and and if i had a lot less than i had now i would still have everything i need well, I like that. That's good perspective. Um, so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was peace. I like that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So your past is there something that is there something that you had to let go to become D phrase? You know, is there something you had to let go to become to be to be where you're at right now? Is there something that you had to let go to understand? Like, yo. I can't become this next version of myself unless I let this fucking thing go. So we've talked about ego. We've talked about perfection. Mm -hmm. We've talked about embracing limitations. We talked about dicks. We talked, I, I, well, I've let the other things go. I'm probably not going to let the fourth thing go. Okay. You know, cause that's Four like, goes. yeah, it's like mostly the convenience of removing it for me would be tough. You know, it would just be like, you'd be in bed for, for several days, a week maybe. Sorry, should we move on? Andre? Yeah, no. Okay, 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 okay. Um, so what else? What else yeah, yeah. What, what else? Um, yeah, I think just realizing what my strengths are and what my weaknesses are. Mm. And letting letting the, the project, the thing flow with putting the right people who are right for said job in place and 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 yes i'm like mostly talking about the act of making music yeah studio session i mean like if music is your yeah. life what, what, you know what i mean it's obvious it's like it's like music is a little bit my life like i don't leave the studio that much yeah i should leave the studio more i should have more of a life i used to be that way too though yeah and be, now what do you do now i'm here at least twice a week you know, nice. I do I do Tuesdays, community Tuesdays, mm. and then I come here. I for, need to start. Yeah, you gotta come, bro. Bro, I gotta pull up. To those. It's ill. I I had a standing session on Tuesdays for like five years, that I moved, so I could actually start to come. But then you know the the album happened. Just, you know, excuses. 
no, bad it's excuses. It's a good excuse because yes. look, uh, it got you to do. Yes. A, a day opened up. It got like, me to do that. A, a day opened up, and you're like, oh shit, I can get this done now. So yeah. I, I, that's a blessing in disguise, you know. Yeah. Bro, if you don't mind me asking, like, what's what's one of the biggest traumas you've ever done? Wow. Okay. I think probably losing my mom in 2019, and then like I never really talked about this, but so she was sick for most of my life. But she was an amazing woman, like high-powered businesswoman. Like she was the head of human resources at a major biotech company. Oh wow! In Boston, like one of the first female senior VPs in the area. So she killed it. She was just a powerhouse, and like up up until even like a like a week before she died, like she was super with it, and like even though her body failed her, she would always push through whatever it was so i like miss my mom every day i mean i mean yeah it'll be five five years in july so it's uh, it's been about like four and a half years i think when a parent dies like that a certain amount of your childhood leaves you because she was the person who checked up on me she she was the person who'd be like oh sweetie everything you do is great like and and like when you're an adult nobody says that to you right and i think the combination of that and like i still have family that check up on me but it not like my mom did Mm -hmm. like it like it's just not the same moms are irreplaceable yeah and i i I, I don't check on my mom enough actually like you you talking about your mom call your mothers call call your mothers if you have them Call your mothers and tell them that you love them. My mom's in Puerto Rico right now on the beach, just living her best life. So, so we talk. So that's a perfectly good person to call because she's not here. Mm. You can't see her in person, right? Right. Now, you right. know. I think just to like finish that thought. Yeah. Losing my mom and then going right into a pandemic, also it was particularly weird, because I felt like I wasn't even allowed to finish experiencing my trauma Mm. and you never do right but i was still in the midst of the i was still in the heavy grieving process Mm. you know like six months later wow when when all that shit happened so and like we locked down so i felt like i was like covid but like what about me like and that's like that 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 feels selfish but also i just didn't feel like i had the space to grieve now when you're in that when you're in that dark place you don't you don't care about you you're just in your feelings bro i like yeah i mean like i'm i'm my own worst enemy if if i go through a, a spat of depression yeah i mean i've i've dealt with that my whole life too. depression yeah yeah and i think a lot of artists do like mental health stuff in general mm-hmm. um but i always say that i need to get it tattooed on my forehead move your body if you feel like shit because like exercise to me is the one thing that i can control that always puts me in a better take a fucking walk man go get some air just 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 move your Mm -hmm. body Mm -hmm. just move your body if you're able if um you're not feeling well yeah i hear that a lot i hear that a lot that i if you're ever depressed go outside and take a walk um uh run to a park do something like to, to build that like that heart rate to like mm-hmm. you know um but that's cool man I'm, I'm glad i'm glad you're you're giving some some more jewels to the to the people man a lot of people suffer from depression you know thanks yeah no and like um and i think it's still it's a lot better now like i said like i don't think i would have had an experience in today's high schools where a teacher would be like no you have to you have to just fight your speech impediment mm-hmm. in front of your peers sorry just you have to and maybe that would have been good for me but at the time it wasn't yeah so i think it's gotten better but i still think it's stigmatized it's how you word it man yeah it's how you word it if if they would have said listen we're all gonna help you get through it you know or something you know like we're all like the whole class wants wants to help you get through you know imagine like if if she worded it if she worded it different because yo i suffered from suffered from I had a, a a stutter 
for maybe the first five, six, I seven. I suffered from stuttering. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, because I, I still do. But I believe it was because um, I was spoken Spanish to when I was a baby, mm. and so as I got older, I was like confusing words and like I would get stuck trying. You know, I don't know. I think that's where that came from. Yeah. But it, it was for years. It just I couldn't. I still stutter. Um, sometimes I get, I get stuck like on one, and I'm just like, "Fuck, I forgot yeah. what to say," you know. But yeah, there's like, blocks, you know, and stuff that happened. But happen. if some people would would have explained to me differently on how not to stutter, like, you know, or like, or like, or like, or like, oh, we're here to support you, not like, stop fucking stuttering, like, yeah, just fucking spit it out, you know, like that kind of shit. I'm just like, holy shit, I, like I'm scared to talk, I'm scared to express, I'm scared to think, you know. And I'm not saying my parents were doing that. But sometimes here and there, my parents would be a little upset because I was doing it. But yeah. a lot of my family members were, were just rocking me. Were like, damn, you know, that's, that's but I got through experience. it. I got through it. I'm here. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You're you here. Are. Um, do you feel like so you said that you still get triggered sometimes? Like, do you feel like certain experiences or situations cause it to come back? I think when I'm around my grandmother, mm. I stutter more now trying to speak spanish but i still I, stutter yeah. when i talk english but when i'm trying to talk spanish i i stutter more than yeah that makes I, sense i need to <laughs> you know what i mean totally yes 100 so, but yeah but those are the only situations where i feel like i'm stuttering yeah. when i'm around more spanish-speaking people i think like and and i'm not gonna generalize everybody who has a stutter but one thing i've noticed with myself is that stuttering comes from when for for me and and it can and it can be different for everybody like it 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 can can be neurological stuttering for me comes in a place where i am nervous so i'm forgetting how to relax my body and to breathe right and i think that's that's a telltale sign and i used to say like no it doesn't have to do with like the situation i'm in i just I just have a stutter, like shit, fucking, like and be and be angry about it, and like sort of, almost, like when you want to label yourself as I have this issue, mm -hmm. so that I I don't know if that's ever happened to you guys before, but like so like you can feel you can feel included in just like the collective trauma that that is the world, but mm -hmm. I really feel like. If, that was hard. If <laughs> bars, if I get bars, let's go. Put me on the mic. Like, right here, deep uh, give, yo, me, give me that because that was amazing. This is to all the artists I work with. Like, come on, like, put me on the mic in one of your set. Like, let's go. But yeah, no, I mean, like, um, but yeah, like, I think just figuring out and reminding myself how to relax my body and that, and and I'll get excited too, and I'll get like, like in in this moment when i've been stuttering i've been mostly excited to say something yeah, yeah but it's, it's awesome. but it's but it's the same thing where i'm like oh yeah you still can't just like still, yeah. tense my body and yeah so and that's funny, funny. That See, cause melix is melix is just uh it's just discriminatory like he just is spanish people he stutters but you know english he doesn't stutter. it's really weird i have a racist uh voice yes. yeah my <laughs> Yeah, my voice yeah. is racist, it's not me. Yeah, my speech impediment is racist. My speech impediment is racist, it's not me. Picking and choosing. He doesn't, he doesn't like Dominicans, I don't know. I'm weird. Uh, lo, 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 loco. <laughs> so I'm going to talk to you, see? Fuck you. Yeah, but, but yeah, like, I, 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 lived in, I lived in Spain for a year um, because I went to Berkeley's grad program. Okay. And shout out I, Berkeley. I got some kids at Berkeley. From, shout out Berkeley. my program. Um, and I feel like I... I could understand and in my head speak a lot more than my mouth was letting me speak. Right. That's what I was about to say that. See, I'm doing it right now. I was about to do that. Um, say that. My grandmother used to say that I'm trying to get the words out faster than my mouth is letting me do yes. it. Yes. Yeah, I, I had a piano uh, or... Uh, a bass teacher actually like I took I took upright bass lessons for like three weeks for some reason um, <laughs> and I thought that playing upright bass was gonna have 
give me a better chance at at getting into Berkeley, and and I did not and I did not get into Berkeley the first time I applied to Berkeley um, through the base program. Yeah, through yeah. the base thing. Because I was like, who fucking plays upright bass, dude? People play upright. Yo, there's <laughs> that shit like a month. Like Yo, this. who play, like? And I would have been much better served if I had applied on electric bass the first time, but I didn't. But my bass teacher was like, oh, you play like you have rhythm when you play. I thought your your actions were also going to be like your stutter. So he thought so he was under the impression that because I stutter, everything I did would have a stutter to it, which wow. feels like really dangerous when operating machinery. And yeah. he knew wow. I drove to his house. <laughs> so yeah. there's, this, there's, this, feel- there's this one comedian who has Tourette's. And like he just does this a lot, and he had this one joke about uh, self checkout. He's like, I fucking hate self checkouts. Every time I go self checkout, a can of beans cost me hundred and sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it was like one of the best jokes I've ever heard. Like oh like like someone like with a with a with a thing, you know, to like do that. I was just like, yo, that's amazing, yo, I, I love it. Yeah, it's um, great. There's a dude on Kill Tony. He um. You watch Kill Tony? I like rocks and shit. No, no, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. But there's a guy on there. I forgot his name. He's like a, he's like a heavy dude, but he. Uh, yeah, I he's believe not he, Joe Rogan. He's he's the other guy. No, 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 no. I'm saying he goes on there okay. as a re- as a regular to, right, to okay. do the minute. But he he has a stuttering problem too, mm-hmm. and he and his shit is like uh, um, like his jokes they take so long to come out, but the punchline is so good. Yeah. Like, and they're only like one sentence long, but it takes like a good like. Like 15 yeah, but seconds. Like you're it's, it's, you're it's, on the edge of your seat. Yo, he's yeah. the he like he's smart for doing I think, that. Yo, like to everybody who has it's a, a gift, speech man. impediment. It's a like, gift. I think it's gonna take you down paths in your life that might feel like super hard to go down right now, but you're gonna come out stronger. You know how or, much confidence it takes for you to open your mouth knowing you you stutter? And knowing the judgment will come, that's that's so much oh, confidence bro. build up right there. That's amazing, dude. My favorite. That's a breakthrough thing, though, every single time. My favorite. Oh my god, I love when this happens, and and it only happens like once every couple years because most people aren't dicks. But I love when I've had I've had I've had people come up to me and I'll start stuttering, and they'll sort of be like, huh, what what, and I'll be like. Yo, that's what the fuck, dude. I have a stutter. That is so fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And they'll immediately just be like, "Oh my god, I'm so I didn't mean. That. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." And I'll just be like, "Yo, that, that, that is, like, I just like let them sit with it for yeah. like two minutes, so, like a solid two minutes, which I'm sure feels like an eternity. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm <laughs> fucking with you." I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> yes, I do have a Zara. I don't give a fuck, yeah. though. <laughs> so, I think just, like, when you don't let it... When you don't let it have power over you, that's when you win. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Bars. And that's for anything. Like, like the depression that you were talking about. Like, um, the, the darkness you were talking about. The fucking... The small dick you were talking about. Any, any confidence... Any confidence that you have... You know, it's going to come out when you walk into a room, man. Just be you. Be that person in the moment that you are when you walk in that room. And don't worry about what the fuck everybody else thinks. You know what I mean? Because their thoughts are your thoughts. They're in, it's in their heads. You know, fuck if you, you, what the fuck does it do matter? You know, if you, why do you have a care. small penis, like, I think, like, just embrace it. Yeah. You know, because right. that's the one that you have. And, like, you just got to learn how to use the tools that you have you right know? and you can use a small drill for anything sometimes yeah. you can get the small drill in a lot of more places than a big drill it's unfortunate it's true. Guy, it's you know true. what I mean guy behind the wall guy you can go wall. places uh, other people <laughs> I mean I'm Dominican so I'm all set let's move on to the next segment since we're talking about dicks sex hey. drugs and other things Esta, big yeah. blizz what up what up what up what up this segment is like, <laughs> yeah, so we're not going to talk about dicks anymore. Se- yeah, let's talk about sex. <laughs> so uh, this segment of the show is uh, you give us a, a, a truth or a, uh, you know, or a story that you know about, about sex, drugs, or other things. You get to pick one. Okay. I'm giving you what I know to be true about it or, 
or like an experience I've had. Anything. Anything that falls in the category of sex <clears throat> or drugs, drugs or other, other things. things. Sex, drugs, or other things. So I can and like other talk things, about And yes. other things, I'll ask you a question and you just have to give me your truth about it. Okay. All right, sweet. So which one do you want to do? Oh. Sex, drugs, or other things. Other things. Okay, Let's cool. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to talk about sex? Um, We can talk about sex if you want. Like, I'm, yeah, yeah, I am definitely talk about yeah, talking you, about sex. You want to talk about sex? Yanti, what's up with you? Yeah, we can know. talk about sex. That was weird. That's fine. Yeah. Other things. Okay, yeah, so I guess you chose for me. No, okay. no, 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 no. That's, uh, that's fine. You said other things. Let's go. All right, cool. Let's talk about other things. That was weird. Hey, like, so you guys made it weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's your thoughts on division of people? Oh, dude. If I don't have my glasses on, I'm just like fucking useless. Like, he's just a blob over there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you meant. <laughs> um, no, but actually, can you elaborate on, like, what are my thoughts on? Like, when people, people. are divided, like, when people in general. Are divided. Yeah. Because I don't want to generalize as, like. Oh, division. Yeah. Oh, I when thought you said. People are divided. Division. Like, when people, when people can't work together to uh, just live in the same fucking earth yeah cool. like and, and this is like in every and any spectrum we now i'm not talking about the the thing that's like happening now i'm just talking about in general yeah I which mean, you're you know just so we're not like canceled no 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 no. that's fine and like i i even i even had a thought about that and like my best friend is palestinian mm -hmm. and i talk to him every day um and I just, like, I just want the best for him and his entire family over there. Um, I think it's, like, just we are stuck in cycles of generational trauma. Facts. And That's everything. nobody knows when to put the guns down. We're essentially handed weapons as infants. And nobody yet, collectively as a generation, has just put them down and that sounds like hippie wishy-washy like yo let's just you know let's just trade our guns for like nah, man, I'm into shit. Peace. but like honestly like and and i know other things are at play but well the things that are at play are the government is funding all of this shit and they're incentivized to keep wars going so i to answer your question, what do I think about division? I think it's fucked. Yeah. And uh, hopefully one day we can put it all down. Yeah, I hear you. That that was that was a uh, that was like a, a, a eye opener when you said it. as kids we're given these guns and just, as generations none of us have learned to put it down. It's just and like that's actually like truth in a lot of ways for like different situations in different countries you know like like when you say guns you know like i can imagine like what other people are born with you know and like, like and, they, and they give it to yeah. yeah. like, so much here's this gun they did this 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 and that mm -hmm. you know what i mean it comes it comes with and that's a generational trauma he's talking about yeah yeah because that, that happens a lot generational trauma man especially like are you are you the are you a first generation american or your parent or your yeah. mom's been here my dad is from Iran. My mom's like a third generation. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So yes. That's um. So like yeah. So you understand like that 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 generational trauma that comes from the country instead of coming you know instead of being Amer like from, from America and understanding like the history here that yeah. I don't understand still. So. And 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 a lot of my I mean I I won't get too into it out of respect for them but I think a lot of my parents like aversion from religion has to do with their upbringing and what they've seen um, organized religious groups certain ones mm -hmm. do do to the people in their country and and I'm not stating as as a blanket statement every religious group does that yes but I think that um, Jews from Iran have had have had a terrible experience with that and um, there's so many other people yeah so yeah man I think I think I th you know what's crazy is that we were talking about division of people as fuck and 
a lot of it stems from religion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's supposed to bring people together, sure it does. Right? Yeah. Supposed to, supposed to, uh, send, uh, uh, what do you call it? It's supposed to be, have an example of like community, you know, and like and like a tribe, and we're losing that, man. I feel like I feel like people used to like hold each other like this, and now we're just like letting go and just being like, I don't want to touch you anymore after COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like totally. It's yeah. like I I don't want to be close to you. I want I want to talk to anybody. I'm, I'm I mean I became this person by myself in those three years, and now I just. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, not, not, not Man, to just blame it on COVID, but... I thought, like, summer of 2021, like, all these shows were starting to happen. Mm. And I would get, like, I would get dressed to go to the shows. I would get in my car, and I'd be like, I don't want to be around hundreds of people, let alone dozens of people right yeah, now. Yeah. And, and it wasn't from, like, fear of catching COVID. It was just like, fuck, I forgot how to be a person around other people. Mm. And, yeah, um, that was tough coming back. Yeah, COVID. and... A pandemic didn't really help the cause, I'd say, of like people being divided. Yeah, yeah. I made a lot of I made a lot of music at that time. So. That's dope. That's good. Yeah. Same. And I never put any of it out. Yeah, that's, me too. Likewise, that's, likewise. That's not entirely true. But yeah. <laughs> did you um? Did you want to uh, plug your uh, your project one more time? Yeah, yo, we so head out? Defrost Volume One drops on Bandcamp on December fourth, and, and it will drop on streaming uh, a couple weeks before Christmas. Date undecided. Again, I started this November sixth. I was like, out the door, let's get it done. And as a, as a result, I probably botched the promo a little bit. But you know what? It's out in the world, and that was the exercise. Right. Put out your art. So and, you, and you're doing it alone, right? Yes. Like you don't have a fucking marketing team. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I had people help me out with my friend stage the photo shoot. I've had friends help me out with the artwork. My my really good friend, Floridomi, Ian, who, who, who also works at Ugly Duck. When I was at the end of the mastering stage and forgot what everything sounded like and had no perspective, he was just like, oh, yeah, you got to do this. So, like, it takes a village, but, yeah, it was me. I like that, man. It, it takes a village. It takes a village, but it was all me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we love having you, D-Phrase. Yo, um, so real. I want to say thank you because, uh, you, you know, you kept it real with us. You told us about your mom, and I really thank you for yeah. sharing something yeah, so man. personal yeah. like that. Um, the guy behind the walls, uh, no longer red, which is ill. You know, he, he's, he's back to his white self. And um, uh, <laughs> he's back to his he's back to his cherry skin. <laughs> Fabio, anything you want to tell the world before we go? Um, wash your ass. Yeah, man, that's yes. deep. Yeah. No, because look, let me tell you a story about. And like, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Just wait, kidding. Just, I'm just kidding. Just, just real quick on that tip. Another thing that is also stigmatized: butt wipes. Yes. Like, they, guys, like it's not. Maybe it's like, oh yeah, no, it's like not cool to have baby wipes. It's also not cool to like walk around with shit hanging out of your ass. Right. <laughs> Clean your bums. Right. In Mexico, we use the Mexican water hole. Yeah, I, I was like, a, I was get like a bidet. A, yeah, I was like a shit stain. Yeah, I was like a shit stain king when I was like, like my younger years. Dude, streak city. But sometimes, like, I would like pull it and then like get another wedgie, and it looks like it would look like a, like the lines on the road. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I would be creative. I'd make equal you, signs. You could I do plus signs. Bro, like we should do a project called butt wipes and bidets. I'm down. You know what? I I'm down. You down? Yeah. I'm well, down. So I'll just like sample a bunch of like fart sounds and toilet sounds. I'll sample a whole I'll, bunch of wipes. I'll make really beautiful music out of only toilet sounds. I will do it. I f <laughs> and you know what? It'll be the shit. Hey. And we leave you on that on that no, it's not my place to say. I that. love you, world. Thank you for being with us. Guy behind Ooh. the wall. Wow. Yanti in the house. Pito, thank you for being here. Droga coño. And please don't forget to give a shout out to our sponsors, Designer Junkies. 